0: So welcome to the um, Sidekick podcast. We're going to talk to you each month about a different topic. Unfortunately, our podcast doesn't yet have a name. We've had a number of submissions, but we can't agree on it as always. So this month we are setting off by talking about social media. So we're going to have a look at what's changed in social media, what the future holds and how we're trying our best to keep up with all the different channels that are out there. So we'll start off with um, a little look at how social media has changed the way that we work. When social media first started, I banned everybody in the office from using Facebook because I thought they were just being lazy and messing about. And then about three months later, I went to a conference where people said, unless the PR industry wakes up and embraces social media, then everything will die. The PR industry will die. So I went back and said to everybody, quickly, get on Facebook. You need to be getting on Facebook and learning about it.
1: Yeah, and it's changed a lot since then, hasn't it? So t- I think we're all different generations here, <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> me being the youngest. <laughs> Very old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but even in the time I've worked in PR, it's changed hugely, and I think social media's been the biggest kind of driver for that. Um, I think I'd say uh, probably about 50% of what we do now is around social media and content creation, if not more. Um, and it's changed the day-to-day. It's also changed the way we deal with crisis, crises, I can't say the word, crises, um, dramatically. Yeah, I think it, with that, we've, we've
0: always had clients where we've helped them in a crisis situation, and in the old days, because I'm the oldest, it would be that you'd know you'd got a couple of hours because you've got the golden hour but you would got time before the six o'clock news was coming on to prepare a statement and get something out there now often the first you hear about a crisis is because you've seen it on twitter and that's there before it's on any of the traditional media and you've got 10 15 minutes if you're lucky to be gathering the facts and putting something together to communicate with people so it has made that element of our work really different
1: how do you think
2: it's changed eve i was just going to say the immediacy um The immediacy has made a massive impact Um, and I think it's been a learning curve for PR professionals but also the clients themselves to understand that that's how it now works um, and how responsive they have to be for it to be, particularly for a crisis obviously, to be dealt with effectively. Um, So I think it's been a learning curve for everybody and it's making clients understand that it's not just about posting random things on it's the strategy behind it Um, and then also in times of crisis um, it's them understanding the impact social media can have on their reputation and and the business
0: I think that's really important they're not just posting random things because that's I still get very frustrated when I see people just pushing out sales messages and not actually thinking about the audience that they're talking to. Yeah. You talk to people about owned media and you say, you've got your own channels, it's fantastic. And they then think, oh, that's brilliant, we can just push out that one-way messaging and go back to that way of talking to yeah. people, yeah. tell them everything that we know.
1: They forget socials. social. Exactly, they forget it's about <laughs> a conversation. Engagement.
0: So they'll either push something out that nobody's engaging with and continue to post the same kind of messages, or they'll put something out that people comment on and they don't bother responding do up by replying to people, and I just find that so frustrating. And it makes me unfollow so many different brands
2: and names yeah. because of how they use it so badly. I think they have to understand as well. It's almost part of it, particularly if you're in your service industry, is um, it's almost like a call center. Mm. So it's really being quite clever about how they, as businesses, differenti- differentiate between how they're going to use social media and how different parts of the team and where they put the resource into that Um, because if nowadays rather than ringing up or even looking on the website people just go on social media to find out the opening times or something Um, and that's not necessarily a PR role but it does have to still be kind of accounted for within within business Um, and almost dealt with as a as a call centre for those kind of inquiries. I think that's how it works well when you look at some some of
0: the like the rail industry, for example, some of them are really good at responding to customer inquiries. Now, that can't be the PR team that sat there thinking, OK, I need to know when this, why this trains late. Yes. Surely there's a, te- there's a team of people there doing that. But then use the PR team for the creative content yeah. gathering and, and keeping people engaged with them and making people understand why the business changes and what's going on and, and finding creative ways to do that.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the challenges we found as well with social media is that now that if we're approaching a campaign, for example, it might be that there's no traditional media route with it. It's all digital content and all social media, but you've still got sometimes a a kind of perception that it needs to go down a press release route. Yeah. Um, whereas it's still very, it, nowadays, it's very much its own channel isn't yeah, it, it is. yeah and using each um, channel
2: as you pointed out before Charlotte but for knowing the audience on that you wouldn't put the same message on each channel so it's trying to be aware of that um, that's another one of my book bears, when people just post a message across all, all of them that are just the same yeah. and it just doesn't work anymore and people I think are much more aware of that now and they know what they go on each channel for mm. and they don't want to see the same thing okay. across everything
1: so that leads nicely then into kind of the next point then and around keeping up with the new channels, keeping up with the kids. <laughs> oh, well this for me, we,
0: we're running um, a campaign at the moment or we look, we're, we're researching a campaign at the moment for recruitment for the education sector. Um, I'm 42 so I've had to really try and understand how young people communicate these days because... They're not on Facebook and they're all on Snapchat, which I've had to download and try and learn. So I've been talking to people because I think talking and listening are obviously the best ways to find things out. So I've been talking to Younger people, um, I know they're not supposed to be on it until they're 13, but I've been talking to a lot of 11 and 12 year olds that are using it and that is how they communicate and trying to find out what on earth a streak is and why it matters. And We have a streak, Kirsty and I have a streak. It refers to us as best friends. (laughs) <laughs> streak. Yeah, we have a BFF streak, and, but actually I, I now, within two weeks of playing around with this platform, understand the pressure that these young people feel, because if Kirsty hasn't sent me a picture and it's getting close to midnight, I think, oh no, we're going to lose the streak. And I'm kind of sending a message on a different platform saying, send me a Snapchat, because <laughs> the streak is important. Um, it frustrates me a little bit because we can't measure it. And obviously it's so important for us in, in everything that we do in, in measurement and looking at the impact that we've had. And I don't know how you measure Snapchat. Is there a measure for Snapchat? I, d- I don't know. Um, I'm still learning that it's new. So I prefer something like Instagram
1: that I can look I at know. and go, right, okay. This I is think as you well do. we've not really had the clients before that have needed no. that. So... Um, we've been very open and honest about us exploring that as much as them. So it's been a learning curve but I'm enjoying our um Snapchat. midnight yes. snaps.
2: And also with clients it's not that um they haven't necessarily at the moment or it's not that they haven't not got had the audience for it, it's just them as a business or an organisation haven't wanted to delve into those channels yeah, yeah, yeah and some clients are on catch up aren't they and they're yeah, just getting they used are. to having Facebook Twitter Instagram so this is this even though obviously snapchat's been around a while but for some of our clients who have relied on really traditional ways of communicating mm-hmm. that they are kind of trying to catch up with with what the kids are doing and it te- does take a while for them to adapt and and then for us to introduce them the systems and processes for them to for it to be effective otherwise it's just waste of everybody's time isn't it unless everybody really understands what they're doing and why they're using it and i was quite shocked when i went on because it tells you who one of your friends is on it
0: and there was quite a lot of them all around my age and i was quite shocked and thinking well what, what are they doing on Snapchat? <laughs> why, are, why are they on there? What are they talking about? Because it does say that 71% of the users are under 34 years old, which is a lot younger than which me. Which <laughs> means that I am the only person here yeah. that should be, on, should Snapchat. be on Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, you should not be on Snapchat. But that's a quite a broad range, isn't it, though, if, if 71% are under 34, but then it's the main channel for the teenagers to be and the tweens yeah. to be using.
2: It is. And I think... Um, trying to keep up with them is a challenge but it's essential and you never know what's around the corner and it's trying to keep ahead of the game on that, that front as well and knowing what particularly the younger generation are are getting up to. Uh, it is
0: because you want to be ahead of the game but you also want to make sure you're not investing time in a that ends up being a waste of time so I remember Google Plus um, at the time there was a directive where where I worked before that everyone should really invest some time getting used yeah. to this and, well, that didn't really do much, did it? Yeah. But it's understanding the different channels as well. I very mistakenly thought that I should be downloading Tinder because I thought that was a <laughs> <I laughs> social media. <laughs> Thankfully, one of my friends put me right before I uh, ended up in the divorce course. <laughs> you don't
1: get a streak on, Tinder. Yeah, you? I don't, know, no. no. <laughs> But I've, I've, as, as part of this campaign we've been researching, I've been reading quite a lot about this Generation Z, who were the 16 to 20 year olds, and then there's a lot about how they're the first generation that have really kind of, the moment they stepped out into the world, there already was social media, there already was the internet, there was all of that, and for people who are kind of like, my generation, we saw it come in, it's you can't relate to that. You can't relate to having every, every picture of you on Facebook when you're about three, four years old and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's a completely different generation and a completely different way of living that is quite difficult to get your head around.
0: Yeah, yeah. it is. So it's changed people's um, views and aspirations as well, I think, in a way, because, again, when I've been talking to younger friends and family and you ask them what they want to be when they grow up, We'd all got different things with me. It was, I want to be a journalist or a lawyer. No, I wanted, I wanted to be wanted an astronaut.
1: YouTube. You wanted to be an astronaut? No, be an you astronaut. Oh, first you can first woman from the other man yeah. on the moon. That would have been
0: fantastic. Still you time. could still
1: time, Kirsty. You could do this. You can do it.
0: Right, we'll get on astronaut
1: yeah. training. We <laughs> you know
0: next birthday present. <laughs> But they want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. She doesn't like flying. No, I know. But she hopes. Don't, don't, don't dash she be hope. the worst style of man <laughs> I didn't do it because my
1: nana said I'd go past the Earth and miss it and be lost in space forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of that. <laughs> sounds like a wise
1: <laughs> So now I'm in an office in Sheffield. <laughs>
0: they all <laughs> want to be a YouTuber now, which to me I just... That, that like, there's another thing that's probably a bit beyond me but a lot of them just spend a lot, a huge amount of time on iPads watching YouTubers. Yeah, I nearly fell off my sofa this weekend when they were introducing the new contestants for Strictly yes. and one of them was a YouTuber. Yeah, Molly went look who's on one. I I've no idea who that is. That's exactly what I said and the uh, social media sensation yeah. or something. So I'm a like, 10 year old knows, it? knows
1: yeah. Who, yeah. who it is. And again, going back to what we said earlier, like that proportion of what we do is getting so so big now around influencers and bloggers yeah it's um pretty much the first area we go to for a lot of the kind of consumer facing and I suppose with the with with the youtube <laughs> with youtube um and other things like musically
2: it's all about the video isn't it mm-hmm. and um the- for, kids are forever making videos and whatever else and 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 if you're looking particularly for a younger audience that's really you know increased in popularity over over recent years
1: and you two have both got children so as parents how do you feel about see because I know with my younger brother seeing it from the PR side and knowing that these influencers are getting these pictures and products to put across but I don't he didn't realize that he didn't realize that that was PR and that was what was happening I
2: think there's
1: recently like Bill
2: Gates there was um Mark zuckerman is that his name something like Zucker- zuckerberg zuckerberg come from my head um they've all come out saying about how what they do to protect their children from social media and it's just so funny yeah. isn't it like they know what's going on my child's only allowed this man and then the rest of us are all like scrabbling around trying our best to put in all these kind of um all these rules and what have you and and they seem even stricter than yeah. the strict of the strict that's because they probably
0: see the the worst of it, don't they? They
2: probably do, but it's just interesting, isn't it?
0: I've managed to keep Noah away from any of that so far. He's not got anything like that. Um, He might watch the odd YouTube video, but when the guy came on Strictly, he said, oh, it irritates me a bit, YouTube. (laughs) So he's not kind of fallen into that path, whereas my 11-year-old goddaughter is obsessed with YouTube, so her whole holidays need to be booked around. Could she possibly meet a YouTuber that she follows um so it has a massive impact on their lives i think but it does worry me social media with kids i think because again it's that blurred line isn't it with what's paid for and what's not and and them not understanding and it not being clear with a lot of things that actually it's paid for content and so they're going to say it's good
1: but then for adults as well i was reading something about how what we're all willing to compromise and hand over to people like google and facebook Mm -hmm. just for the ease of of using it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay you just yeah. So we're all okay, really happy to check know. in at the bar <laughs> that we've been to in Manchester yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And just because you want everybody to see you've been there or something, yeah. but then actually you're telling these corporations where you are, who you're with, exactly. what you're doing. Telling the burglars that you're away. Yeah. yeah. So what does the future hold? Who knows?
2: Watch I this thing. <laughs> my
1: expertise. expert opinion. I think... Um, Virtual reality, because that's getting so big now. And have, have you ever been on the virtual reality headsets? Um, I have, we have one at home that we have used, um, which is hilarious.
0: <laughs> it's quite good fun. I like it. It scares me, though, it in a way. A I think there's so many... Um, different ways that that could be used really well though I can just see things like concerts that sell out yeah. um, and you can't get a ticket to it surely you could pay an amount and put your virtual reality headset on and be, feel like you're feel at that like concert
1: yeah. I think that I think it's the line is going to kind of blur between social media and virtual reality so that if you log on to Facebook you will put on your virtual reality headset and so we would all you know if you check in at a bar in Manchester, you. Check all those people are there in the bar, or if you want to video chat with somebody, you you just meet them in, I'll meet you in this virtual virtual world. So you've been
0: watching Ready Player One too much. I've not <laughs> seen it. You no. Not? no,
1: I've
0: never heard of it. Not? No, what is it? God, How am I in business with you? <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we keep asking it, that every I'll day. I'll bring it in.
1: I'll bring you in. But yeah, I think it'll become a lot more immersive, mm. and then. Um, yeah, the virtual world will blur with, with ours.
2: It's going to be
1: quite scary. Trying to think
2: How that'll affect kind of
0: Work relationships and, and what well, just school's going to become that you can sit at home and put your virtual reality glasses on and you're actually taught without having to. Maybe university
2: will. Might be,
0: it might be because if you think at the minute how many students come to another country yeah. and the costs that they yeah. have for coming and studying in another country. Could it be, stick on your virtual yeah. reality goggles and you have the lecture yeah. from anywhere?
1: And customer service and things like chatbots are getting... Well, yes. yeah, yeah, they're everywhere, yeah. aren't they? So, And they're just getting more and more intelligent. And, and there'll be no jobs left, which is a whole other
2: debate, isn't it? On the AI, artificial yes. intelligence, yeah. and how that's going to impact on which is, again, is massive for business, isn't it? And and PR, kind of, you, you do have to be looking ahead at those kind of things and how, you know, how it's going to affect your role and the role of business and organisations mm. in whatever sector you're in. Um, mm, interesting. Mm. Could a bot do our job? No. but It's about <laughs> relationship building. It is all about
0: relationship building. I don't see
2: how it could...
0: It could take that some away, some content, but it wouldn't be able to no. build the relationships. And that's so important.
2: Take that away and what are you left with, really. Mm. It's just... I just don't see how that would work.
1: Mm. Oh. Final question, then. What's your favourite social media channel? Twitter. Twitter. You don't like Twitter, do you? I like Twitter. I like Twitter...
0: Where, for keeping up to date, where, if you're watching something that's really topical, I love seeing what other people are saying about it.
1: And you know, I do use it like that. I do go on and I watch on Twitter. Mm. I'm quite scared of Twitter in terms of posting. I find it quite intimidating. Yeah. I don't. I hardly post
2: for that reason. I just don't want to get involved in in stuff. But I use it as a news stream, yeah. really, to find out what's going on and what people are thinking. Yeah. But very rarely do I get involved in in debate on it because oh, I, I just have... don't. I like a chat
0: on it. I like a tw- There's a lot of uh, PR chats that go on and I do like that. <laughs> chat. I like a chat.
1: <laughs> My favorite is Instagram. I just like the pictures. Do you like the cats? Do you like the cats, the cats, cats, of, yeah. Instagram. Like yeah. cats of Instagram <laughs> Mm.
2: I just quite like Facebook because I'm nosy mm. I do like to nosy at people and find out what they're doing is that bad no that's that's in all of us I think yeah I think that's where it that that's where it kind of you get addicted to it in a sense isn't it because you're, you're inquisitive and you're kind of mm. interested in what people are doing on all the channels I, in a sense but particularly yeah. obviously with with I think Facebook it's, as long as you approach it by looking at it knowing that people
0: are Post the best things that are happening yes. in their lives because it's yes. quite easy to look and think everyone's got a fantastic life because yeah, people don't post the tantrums that the children are having when they're not doing the homework mm-hmm. or when their husband's done something to annoy them. <laughs> they don't know, they just post all these glorious pictures of look at us and our wonderful yeah. life. I think I like Instagram more than Facebook because Facebook always seems a bit showy offy, I think, yeah for I me. So. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, whereas Instagram doesn't. Seem to. It doesn't have that same impact.
1: It's quite polished, though, isn't yeah. it? Instagram lives. Yeah, I think Instagram. Mm.
2: Yeah, mm. it is. They've all got the pros and cons, haven't they? But I think it's you've hit the nail on the head because I think it is about just being using them appropriately and with your eyes wide open, and that's on an individual, yeah. personal level, but also for for businesses really, and being realistic about what they can do and how to, how to use them, them um, to get the best out of them. I think with with Twitter, I
0: think there's some peop- some organisations that are using it really well and showing the personality now. I think yeah. everyone, people have moved away from that, feeling that they need to be really corporate and putting corporate yeah, messages out. Yeah. And it's, there's some channels, That's true. some accounts that it's really good to follow and they just make you smile make you because they've got, yeah. they're, they're injecting a bit of humour and there might be a really... Um, I'm not saying a really boring organisation, but somebody that normally would only use a corporate voice yeah. and actually they're putting a bit of fun into and it. And to be
2: fair, I think that's probably what I do look for on Twitter rather than the debate and the getting all angst, which mm. angry and whatever, which I you know what people are really kind of um, saying Twitter's been overtaken by. But I do look for the people who just say funny things. Yeah. You know, like even if it's just one-liners and you just have a little giggle, it's really nice to you know just every now and again you look on your phone oh, oh, have a little have a little <laughs> giggle and then off you go and carry on with the rest of the day you know i think it's i do like that about about twitter um because people are funny yeah they are they are funny i think I when it's used well to
0: well in that. a crisis it's good it can be really useful yes. um so when there's been a, a few things last year happened i've had sky news on or the bbc news and been following it on twitter and you can see that twitter's got the up-to-date message and that if there's a, something being put out incorrectly, it's corrected really yeah. quickly on Twitter and people are jumping in there and, and keeping the information flowing, which obviously with the news, it's not they're not always as quick to be able to get that. Yeah. I vote Twitter. <laughs> You're persuading me now. I'm having an iHeart Twitter <laughs> <Persuade>. badge made. <laughs> persuading me.
2: I think I engage more on in Insta. Um, sorry, on Facebook. I think that's. Yeah. Uh, I do use Twitter a lot, but when thinking about it, it's the actual engagement with it. I don't do that much. Yeah. Engaging, and I do more with Facebook. But, but that's
0: probably down to audiences, isn't it? Because on Facebook, you're talking to your friends.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I do sometimes see funny posts and then think, Oh, I can think of something really funny to put back but then I just think, Oh, we don't dare <laughs> <laughs> Well do you've not mentioned LinkedIn actually. Um, actually LinkedIn. From a yeah, from a professional point of view. I think clients love it. Yeah. And they love to be on it and have that face on they it do. and they really see it as that professional channel that they can get their messaging across on.
0: I like that you can see on LinkedIn who's been having a look at your profile. Yeah, I do like that. That is quite
2: a good. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you do get some random requests, though, don't you, from people? I don't I accept everybody at all. I, I look I and I think, why are you, are you sending me a request?
1: Yeah, who are you? So who are I'm really bad. I accept everybody thinking, oh, maybe LinkedIn. they need some people. <laughs> but then that's how I end up LinkedIn with, like, today it was the, um, somebody that runs a wrestling school. They might just want me to go wrestling with <laughs> The other week it was a personal trainer that sent me a completely message a message just out of the blue um and I don't know whether they looked at my pictures but it was quite offensive <laughs> <laughs> but now I just accept everybody
0: Oh it's no like- I don't I'm really really selective I look see where they are what subject yeah. area they might be interested in and I just think and then I look at who else they are connected with yeah, and social. I just think I uh, just I probably say no to more than I say yes I just don't like strangers. <laughs> <There> you go, <laughs> if you're linked in with Charlotte, you're exclusive. If you're
2: linked in with me, then. I always feel with LinkedIn that it's much more time intensive for getting involved in the chats, for I don't know, really, which is helpful in one sense because you really can understand certain topics, can't you? Then on the other hand, it's how much time do people have to really truly engage and get really into these debates about something particular in your sector? Mm-hmm. Um it's yeah, it's I, I wonder how much um how much time people have for it. But I suppose time will tell on that. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think it's interesting. I think we've covered them all we now. Have. We've rambled on no, longer. We've made any sense? sense. No, <laughs> we've, no, we've, co- we've covered them all. We've talked about chatbots. we've talked about virtual reality. My whole world at home is linked up with Alexa, which scares me to death. But and also if we go to a house? Yes. What's <laughs> yes. happening? She starts joining in the meeting, <laughs> doesn't she? She does. again, which is either that bit, or a cat. A bit of a worry.
1: <laughs> So next month we are going to talk about bloggers and influencers, which leads on quite nicely yeah, from is. this. They're also quite a big part of our lives, aren't they? At
0: the minute, so we we while we're doing a lot with social media, we're spending a lot of time getting to know various bloggers, various relationships. It's all about relationships. You bots can't do that. No. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we've we've learned some good things. We've learned some bad things, and we'll be looking at launching probably a a scheme program of how we're going to work with people.
1: Watch this space, and we'll have a name. We will have a name. We promise. We definitely mm-hmm. will. Have let's a do name. a poll. Last will Yeah, let's get a idea. Yeah. Oh, do we say bye? Bye. 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 <laughs>